0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
1: People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Peridontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpaste created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, ProNamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and ProNamel. Trusted specialty toothpastes to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. The Medicare
2: annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira. Here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com.
3: Hey, everyone, this is John Roca. You know me, the outlaw. Well, I got something to tell you. You got to watch Unsolved Mysteries free on Pluto TV. Watch 24-7 episodes of the classic true crime show featuring Robert Stack on its own channel. You remember that show. I love it. He'd come in with that trench coat, be like, hey unsolved mysteries. Pluto TV is free TV with over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand all for free. No credit card needed. No sign up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows
0: and hit movies. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all your favorite devices today.
2: The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon.
3: has a new boss, and Thrawn potentially commits treason. Jedi Council on Collider Live. I'm just going to stare. I'm going to stare into the wild blue yonder. Hello, everybody. It is I, Kylo Ken, broadcasting live from the Collider Studios inside a rainstorm at Burbank. And, uh, you know, actually, for once, a decent rainstorm in Southern California. Sometimes sprinklers uh, sprinkles are considered rainstorms. Joining me, returning, co-star of Rule of Two here on uh, Collider, Mark Yodi Riley.
0: Happy to be here. Yeah, quite the rainstorm. Uh... People losing their minds as, uh, for every time it rains.
3: Yeah. Well, my coffee cup's filled with water, so it's, it's pretty serious. So are my shoes. And returning as well, Kim Horcher. Welcome back in your Padme inspired garb. No. No? Oh, excuse me. Padme. Did I say Padme? I meant Ray. It's Ray. Why did I say Padme? (laughs) I don't know. Because I'm staring at Ray behind there, too. I, Padme just, Padme's on the (laughs) mind. (laughs) Hey, Padme's on the mind, Adam Smith. We don't talk (laughs) enough about Padme. We don't talk enough about Padme. Very underrated character, especially Fenders. But, Kim, uh, uh, we we were talking about for sure. We haven't actually determined what name we're calling you here,
4: right? Uh, it's Anakin Skywalker, Kim Urso. I like oh. Kim
3: Urso for you. Kim Urso. I great. think that's more your spirit.
4: I think it is too. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of where I'm hanging out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I can, Yeah. I, I I I think I think that's the answer. Cody, have, Cody gives a thumbs up.
0: Kim Urso, Kim Urso. is great. <laughs> Anna, Anna Kim is pretty damn good. It, it, but, but Kim Urso, because you know, of this, I don't see
3: her yelling wizard and and being whiny in the sand. I see yeah. Kim as leading <laughs> resistances, fighting bigger causes. I was gonna that. say, you Huge don't mind sand, dude. Daddy yeah. issues. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, also with me today, uh, it's it's uh, it's my friend Wicket. Uh, hi, Wicket. Uh, this is uh, no a much. nice little uh, little no. little gift uh, to uh, uh, me here. I, I, I met. Uh, and his sister from Admiral Moon, Tree on Endor, at LA Comic Con. Big fans of uh, Jedi Council. They sent me a nice uh, notes. Wicked is going to hang out with us here, and he, and he, might, he might be around the Jedi Council uh, set, uh, hanging out on other shows as well. So that is so cool. It is. It is a life sized scale Ewok that uh, um, scares me every night at midnight when I turn the corner of my apartment. Oh that my god! That should be. That's, yeah. So, Yub yep. we're here today uh, with <laughs> our good friend Wicked. So, thank you, Kuya, and his team down there, San Diego. Uh, all right, Mark Riley, uh, I'm glad you're here because we're going to start diving into movie news, Cody. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Look at that graphic! All right, as I sip my peppermint mocha, Mark mm. Riley. Yeah, big story this week mm. from our good friend Frosty. Right, he works at Collider. Yeah, he yeah, started he does. Collider. He started right. it. Yeah. We're Collider Jedi Council, mm. so we'll say up top we don't have any inside information on this at all, even from Frosty. Right, he's, he's like a ring wraith, just shows up and drops information and leaves, and, and tries to kill hobbits. But. Um, <laughs> He tweeted out that, hey, December's a big month for movies and 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 releases and teasings and all that kind of stuff. And Frozen 2, possible maybe, I don't know, but also a little thing called Star Wars Episode nine, which I wasn't thinking, wasn't predicting. I'm going to start with you because, well, you work
0: next, Frosty has a desk near you, so do you know anything? Uh, I don't. I was as surprised as you were when uh, I saw this tweet come out because i was uh, you know i was targeting episode nine first look for celebration right like the trailer or a teaser or whatever right. you're going to call it and they're going to put out there but it makes sense you know we're you know everybody's losing their mind over when the avengers 4 trailer is going to come out they are let's start losing our mind about <laughs> when the star wars episode 9 trailer is coming out yeah uh, I hope they do. I would love to see something. I think it makes sense in the holidays, December. Get everybody ready for 2019. Frozen 2, sure. Let me, well, I'll, I'll see that as well. But episode 9, I do think back to the teaser for Force Awakens that came around Thanksgiving. Black yeah. Friday, I think it dropped in the it morning. Did, Our very first look. When was The Last Jedi first look, though? Uh,
3: it was a lot later, and I think it was yeah. Celebration. Uh, and I don't know the someone can put the that, stats I think, down I, on a board. I'm but.
0: pretty sure that's what it was. I think yeah. it was everybody, a big faction of Collider was, was over there. I was staying yeah. here, holding down the fort. You got we stuck did, behind. I got stuck behind, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think we could see that happening as well. But okay. because it is probably what they're going to call the final chapter of the the saga... Um, I think maybe we'll get we'll get one before the end of the year. So yeah, Kib, th- what Mark is saying is the Last Jedi m-
3: promotional marketing train left a little later, but Force Awakens was there early because maybe it needed to be. Where do you think? About
4: well, there's something else that happened differently this year. Yeah. I mean, since 2015, December has been Star Wars time, right? But yeah. not this year because of Solo being released in early summer for some reason. Thanks, Bob Iger. <laughs> I don't think that was a good idea. No. I, I think there's a serious dearth of Star. Wars content right now, or Star Wars cinematic com- content, and mm-hmm. people are going to be hungry for it. And wouldn't it be funny if they teased Avengers 4, but instead we got episode 9? <laughs> got
3: episode 9. It's like, God, you're still happy, right? That. Yeah. First of all, Kim used one of my favorite words, which is dearth, has always been one of my favorite words. So point Horcher Yay. on the board, start it's using good dark. words, Mark. I will <laughs> use great words soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, the argument can always be made, these movies... You're going to see them regardless. You don't need a trailer. But there's some value mark to this promotional train. Kim's right. Star Wars, no longer in December, at least this year, we should say. We know episode nine is. Um, they still want a little piece of that landscape to say, hey, a year from now, save your holiday season for us.
0: Yeah, I think it, I think it would be smart. I think it would be fun. You know, we, we're coming off a of solo. Not a lot of people. My mother still hasn't seen Solo, which is which is crazy. I always go well, through the prism of my mother's attention to pop culture and movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She sees everything. Solo came and she's like, haven't gotten around to it. Haven't gotten around to it. Haven't gotten around to it. Hey, did you get the Blu-ray from work? I said, yeah, I did. She's like, okay, bring it down next time. I brought it down for Thanksgiving. She never, she never popped it in. So wow. I'm wondering if uh, there are a lot of people out there. You could look at the box office mm-hmm. at Solo and go, yeah, there were a lot of people that didn't see this movie. And so here we are, the Christmas season, no Star Wars out there. Let's, let's start the hype train. Let's yeah. get everybody excited for the final episode in the Skywalker saga. Let's do it. I think uh, – I don't know. I, and I tra- – you know, going back to Frosty, I yeah. trust him so much. The guy sources and sources and sources. And he went on Twitter and he said, it is a rumor. I'm not going to put it on Collider.com because this is just what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. But that's where it starts. So mm-hmm. everybody covered his tweet saying, we're getting one in December. He's calling a rumor right now. I still <laughs> yeah. buy it. I still think it could happen. Right. So, again, it makes a lot of sense. The hype train. The hype train. The That's hype what train. they say.
3: That's what the kids say. I choo choo choose to believe that we might be getting this uh, a, a December, which I didn't think. Uh, Kim, I was thinking Star Wars celebration. That makes some sense.
4: Let's be Star Wars friends. <laughs> Boom. I've been like <laughs> <my> Wookiee.
3: <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, let's talk about patience, Kim. Do you have patience? Do you have patience um, for this?
4: Not really. Yeah, you I want this now. Be honest, I, I like I it. I was taught growing up that patience is a woman's virtue, <laughs> and I don't have it.
3: Poison is a is a woman's weapon from Game of Thrones. Is this the weird lessons that they've? I've never been
4: ta- learned how to use poison.
3: Well, uh.
4: I use my fists. <laughs> See? Uh, <laughs> Kim so. Erso.
3: Kim Erso's See, here! See, I'm seeing Anna know. Kim here. No, 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 no. no patience. No. no.
4: <laughs> I mean, it is fair. Everything's fair. Right. You can be on the Jedi Council without yes. being a master. It's fine. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Um, so you, you do, but you'd want this now. Like, I, and again, any, let's be honest, any Star Wars footage comes out, we're going to do 59 I, videos and think pieces and everything. So, yeah, we all want it out. But. I think
4: people would just be happy if we had, you know, the title. If they just had ah. a teaser that was like episode nine, yeah. it's going down or whatever they call
3: it. I kind of want that to be the title now.
0: I uh, made that up. Star Wars Don't episode it nine. Don't put on Collider. It's going down. Sweet home <laughs> yeah, sweet home. I like it. <laughs> well, that would be. F- I mean, yeah,
3: I, we, but what can we? So let's just let's just play along with this idea here. Okay.
0: Again, we're reporting
3: on rumors. Every you're right. And everyone, this is how the movie news industry works now. Uh, someone tweets something, and it becomes fact two stories later Mm. Rossi saying hey I'm hearing things we all kind of hear things and then some some, something slipping on the radar um what if I like Kim's idea here of it's just some kind of footage sounds dialogue title something like that would you want or would you just give me that full teaser trailer give me BB-8 running across Jakku
0: yeah I, I I love the idea of the announcement of the of the title is in a form of a teaser because what I've noticed Always with all the titles, you hear them first, then mm-hmm. you get a look, right? And I, I remember driving around hearing f- on the radio from 95.5 that the Phantom Menace was coming. And I was like, right. I was in the car. I was like, Phantom Menace? That's the – I pulled over. I was like, i got to think about this. That's how nerdy I was. Um, <laughs> No, this I was w- there with you too. Yeah, I it's it. just like a phantom. I, I remember I was on my way to work and I was like, I was like, wait a minute, and I pulled over. That's a podcast for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But wouldn't that be great? Yeah, like you, you said, Ken, Ken. We have like some some images, maybe some dialogue that we heard. You know, maybe it's Luke Skywalker saying, "I will not be the last Jedi," and then uh-huh. Kylo Ren says something, and then you know Ray says something, and then we see flashes, and then. Boom, and the title titles. appears. I yeah. think everybody would lose everybody their mind. Everybody
4: would love it, and, and they that wouldn't would be have fun. to give away
0: too much. And they wouldn't have yeah. to give away too much. And we get the title, which is like, a, like all of us are like, Mm-mm, <laughs> thank you more. <laughs> how does num- so. num- num- it go? Num- it go? Num- num- exactly I felt, that was, was I felt that was very I felt that was very snap.
3: Snap spirit. I always gotta, felt in the studio. Yes, so yeah, absolutely. That is absolutely it. All right, so all right, let's round around this corner on this discussion here. I think you guys are both are collaborating riding on a great pitch for a teaser trailer. Yeah. Big win for me there. But let's put the money down on the table at the Gold Coast Casino in Las Vegas where I go and stay for $25 a night. Um,
4: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Actually, it, it, one it, time I stayed in the it, Imperial Palace for $4 yes. for yes. the whole weekend.
3: Yeah. I want to do what you guys do. uh, It's easy. Slots. Slots. Game of Thrones slots. I find it there. But let's go to the sports book and put this down here, Or the the Jedi book. Uh, Do you think this happens, say, around Christmas, Mark, Riley, yes or no? Final answer. Yes. All right. Yes. One yes. Yeah. Kim Orcher. That's a yes. Big yes. Yeah. I am actually going to go no. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're going to win. No, I'm on. I think yeah. we got to get this Avengers thing up, but no, you're on yes, you're on I'm yes. Using
4: the power of positive thinking,
3: it does work. This is why I'm a Maybe. failure at yeah. a lot of things. No, I'll um, stand
0: by my yes. I think. I think they'll. I think one. they'll. Yeah, I think I'll, they'll uh, say yes. Uh,
3: Cody, uh, give me a thumbs up for a yes.
0: He's got a yes. Three. To oh, ones. Cody,
3: the yes is it. It's my boy. All right, next story up here. We're getting into Rumorville and spoiler territory. Throw up that warning there, spoiler, and it's uh, you know. We got we got to look at this stuff here, Mark Riley, and I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go through some of the stories here. But we got a lot of this. Look, we always talk about this. A lot of yeah. this, a lot of stuff comes from Reddit, which is you know like doing a <clears throat> doing a, a, a history essay off of uh, Wikipedia research. You know, it's going to be a little subject to change. Yeah. Um, so they're talking smidge. about a surprise, uh, a rumor of Ray and a character teaming up for something here, and then I can see by the by the title that a lot of insinuations that it's Rose. So mm. this combo doesn't get talked about a lot and that's where I want this conversation to focus is less what we think is going to happen the movie or some weird internet source but uh, the, the the character and relationship uh, of these two because in the novel they, they're they not too keen on each other. They don't spend time with each other but Ray has a little bit of like protective protectiveness over Finn and then Rose kind of resents a little bit Finn's always looking over it and and doing everything to save his friend Mm. Uh, and I I think they'll overcome that but these characters, do you want to see them on any level teaming up, Kim?
4: I mean, based on what you just described, yes, I don't like it when the only two major female characters are at odds with each each other over a man, Mm. but I'm also trying to guess what they have to offer each other in terms of a team up and I'm not exactly sure what that is.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Like, we don't want, you know, <laughs> the only the only major two characters it's like, going on, on. right they're now. They're better
4: characters than that. It's, it's an over old a, trope. Yeah. The
3: fight over Finn, and we all know Finn wants Poe. Oh so, yeah,
4: um, <laughs> that's what I want too. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> and maybe vice versa. So, uh, Riley, yeah, I think that's a great question by Kim in our in our little fantasy booking here. What are, what are these characters? What could they bring? Yeah. at this
0: level, I yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with Kim. I don't I don't like the idea of the, them not liking each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's consistent with Rey's character. Actually, if she, uh, especially being a Jedi. That she's gonna like hold some grudge. I don't want to see that.
3: Yeah, to be clear, it's not like she's like pouting in the corner. There's just this like there's a connection between her and Finn, and she kind of and they and in the the movie she has a real positive feeling when she's looking at her. In the book, there's just a little bit more like, oh, this is the girl that Finn's been. Okay, going over, but I agree with Kim's point. Then it kind of could boil it down to something that, that that takes away from these two characters in the story. But yeah. I think Kim brings up a good point. Is let's just talk about them teaming up. How could that work? We got a Jedi. We got the uh, a techie. Yeah. We'll, Put them together.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, on paper, I like it. I mean, I think it's fun, and I hope that, you know, it doesn't... And and you know what I actually feel, from what you just said there, filling that in, they might not go there with the movie. It could just... We don't know where the timeline is, too, so we could get some, like, character thoughts in the novelization, but in the movie, they could be working together and really play up the... Uh, The the dynamic between Jedi and Techie. And what does that do? What do they need to do? Why are they together? Um, And then the other one, maybe uh, Poe and Finn, uh, maybe teaming up. So you got your big four doing their thing, going off in different directions. Echoes of Return of the Jedi. Maybe we have characters over here taking one bit of the galaxy and dealing with this. A, A set of characters over here. Where is Rey going to end up? You know, because I always like my space battle, land battle, lightsaber battle mm. that happens in, in some of these movies. So where is that going to end up? I like the idea of them together. Um, I, it, by the end of The Last Jedi, I was actually circling Poe and Rey. I was hoping for uh, something. Them coming in A team up there. Or a nice
3: Italian dinner. You want a yeah, team up?
0: a team up Got with it. them. Not, I know that. There was that – some people were like, ooh, is there going to be a romance there? Because it was like, hi, yeah, we haven't met yet. No, yeah, I was just standing next to you over there uh, after Force Awakens. But wouldn't that be interesting? There's great team-ups that we haven't seen yet. We got Finn and Rose. We got Poe and Finn, Ray and Finn. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to see kind of some movement around. So I don't know. Again, this is Reddit, so – yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like this idea too of, of Poe and Finn, Kim,
3: uh, 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 Poe and well, uh, Poe and uh, Ray. I'm getting all my names messed up today. Um, I like that moment at the end of Last Jedi, and I know it's in the Force Awakens novel, but I like seeing it on screen. It adds some value to Ray. He might be leading things, and she might be creating a you know new way to fight as a Jedi. Uh, do you see them as kind of the de facto leaders? You want them kind of teaming up at the top, or do you still want some other people in charge? We know Leia's going to be around.
4: Do you mean Poe and Ray? Poe and Ray. I mean, they're both really dynamic in battle. I mean, of the four of them, they're the two strongest fighters. All right. I would like to see that. I don't know if we will. I think yeah. they might be too unstoppable.
3: Unstoppable together. <laughs> it'd be yeah, it'd be pretty yeah, if, she, if he's flying around and she's like she's good at flying, good at shooting from the falcon too. Um, but I guess it leads to the big question of, you know, what do we want out of Ray? In the series, you can talk about timeline, Mark. There's this other rumor, again, from Reddit, the source of all valuable information, yeah. that this could happen a year. The story could take place a year after the Last Jedi. I like the idea. We definitely need space this time around. I love Force Awakens and Jedi being connected. There was something different. Yeah, but uh, a year
0: in a year's time, what do you want Ray to have accomplished? Ooh, that's a if good we're playing question. around that timeline. Yeah, uh, I like the year. Yeah, I think a year is good to see where the Resistance or the Rebellion now is. Right. What? Where have they planted their flags as far as the support? Because Leia, General Leia, sending out that beacon and not getting a response, but then escaping. Ray having the text, the Jedi text, what does that mean? So where could she be? I don't know. I wonder if, um, again, we've talked about the idea of her rebuilding the Jedi Order. Right. I wonder if maybe a year from now she's like you know i don't know i it, god that's such a good question i really don't know and that's what i love so much about the last jedi i mm-hmm. really do is that it is very definitive ending it is very open ended and so the timeline question is like yeah read it sure a year great i could see two i could see five it's it's very interesting to think that we could get whatever but maybe ray with Rose is uh, establishing a base where she could train some Jedi? I don't know. I definitely don't. Yeah, I, I am not on the train. I don't want
3: her training Jedi or have been trained. I, I, if it's a year or so after, I like that timeline, Kim, because I want Ray to finish this war.
4: Well, we have to think about what kind of Jedi is Ray, especially with no guidance from Luke right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean she could kind of follow in luke's footsteps where she developed her own version of what it is right. you know when obi-wan and yoda were telling him oh you have to destroy vader and he does it his own mm-hmm. way and yeah. he's more in tune with his feelings yeah maybe she's that kind of jedi i don't know but she's not ready to be teaching others yet yeah, yeah
3: definitely don't definitely don't want to rush that definitely it, yeah that's a great
0: point that's i love that point too because i i had, It feels a little bit like we got that in The Last Jedi as far as her relationship with Kylo Ren. It seems to echo, at least I could see it going in that direction, Luke seeing good in her father, uh, his father, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. She seeks Kylo Ren out in a kind of a a similar situation that, uh, that I saw echoed in The Last Jedi and Return of the Jedi where he's brought into the throne room in front of the Emperor and Darth Vader. But... She continued to have this relationship with Kylo Ren, so I I like the idea of of, yeah, maybe it's not rebuilding any Jedi, but she's learning this on her own. But most of her attention is fixated on Kylo Ren, and I think he could be saved. But I know I'm with you. I don't
4: making a face off camera.
0: I know I don't know. I (laughs) there's that big debate: is Kylo redeemable with Vader? It's a little bit different. We never saw him actually killing people we saw Kylo Ren kill his father. So yeah. that is leaving an impression well, on all of us. First of all, this.
3: the family of Kendall Ozzel would like to say, they definitely saw Vader kill. They've,
0: yes, uh, and I know there's a ton of material yeah, out well, there. But, no, it, it, but your point
3: is actually pretty valid, because by Return of the Jedi, everything Vader had done was from somewhat of a distance, alright, he chokes a couple Imperial officers, no one's gonna you know. <clears throat> for I like Lorth Nita, but I don't think people are gonna be rooting for Lorth Nita, so <laughs> Kylo, it's, it's definitely different. So I think they've done a lot of the same things, but there's this feeling of Kylo's not redeemable. Plus, Kim, Luke, and Leia are both, like, in episode eight, like, no, he's gone. So, yes, yeah. Yeah, so Kylo... It's worrisome no. that
4: Kylo Ren is her only connection or other person who uses the Force that she knows of. Right. Because then she could be influenced by him, and I don't love that personally, Yeah, but maybe they could bring balance to the Force in a way.
0: Mm-hmm. I
4: think that's mm-hmm. the best case scenario. All
0: right. But I'm wondering... Balance. And I'm wondering how they can possibly do this because of our loss with Carrie Fisher. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do with General Leia? We saw that she is force. She has the force. She saved herself. She she is force. She is. She She is is force. She is. Remember using big words? Kim did it. I don't do it. She forced. She forced. Good. Real fine. So what if uh, I would love, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I feel like they're, God, it's tragic that maybe because of limitations, using Mm -hmm. old footage of Carrie Fisher, how they could do it. But man, wouldn't it be great to see Ray get a little bit of Force teachings from Leia? Like, this is what Luke taught me. Because there had to be something that happened. Ken, you might know better than me, if there was any canon material, how Leia was able to use the Force to save herself. Was that Uh, because of Luke? It, Some time. No, it, it's a little more instinctual with her, especially she, like Leia Alderon. Yeah. Leia, Valdiran,
3: Leia Valdiran, you go back to Claudia Gray's book; it, it, stuff starts to happen uh, where she's like, "I don't understand." And then, and then, Bloodline during the napkin bombing incident, she oh, kind of yeah. gets that sense. Of stuff. She gets that sense. But it's um, it's it, Jason Fry and the novelization does a good job kind of explaining a little bit more what it is. So it's like she's she's using it. I know there's a it, it's. Ray, she has to kind of feels the need to survive for Ray a little bit too in that moment. A mm-hmm. um, lot of lot of different things, but but she definitely has that power. And again, she was supposed to be we know in canon now the the first student of Luke. Luke was going to be like cool with we'll now sit down, and she decided that would take her away from serving the galaxy her her best way, which was through yeah. government. So um, it's there, I think, because in the Poe Dameron comic there. And that, that issue I love, issue 14, it's my favorite issue of the Podem comic, and she talks about, you know, we're luminous beings and I won't always be here. Uh, and then Poe quotes Leia quoting Luke with some, some force advice, in a way. Ooh. And so, yeah, uh, I would love to see us getting those moments between Ray and Leia. That'd yeah. be great. Like, we got, we, got, we got some, but I really want them to have, uh, you know, whether or not we can, we'll see with technology. I don't know. Final right. question. We got one coming in. We talked about a little, bit, a little bit last week about... Tatooine versus Jakku, but a little more specifically uh, using the hashtag Collider Jedi Council. Tim Langlil uh, asks, excuse me, uh, writes uh, do you think 9, episode 9, will take Rey back to Jakku? So we talked, uh, talked about this last week of would you want a final fight on Tatooine because that kind of is a Skywalker saga thing. Would you want Rey to go je- back to Jakku in any way, shape, or form? So Kim, you're thinking. You're I'm thinking.
4: thinking. Um, I'm trying to think if Jakku has anything significant to Rey. And I can hmm. only think of her hovel. Right. Is there anything there that...
3: I don't know. I don't think... Yeah, Mark, I'm cutting you off.
0: Go for it. No, 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 I wasn't. I was actually looking to see if you were... I was trying to force connect with you, whether you you were going to bring up Aftermath, because there isn't there stuff in the... That that's...
3: There... there, Yes, there's stuff on Jakku. There's the Emperor's Observatory, and Galius Rax is there, and the Contingency Plan, all those neat little things, which I love the Aftermath series, but... I thought that was all leading up to a little b- more something with Ray, uh, with Ray. not even who she was or what her lineage was, but just something, some reason for her being on that planet other than coincidence. I don't know if it's, that's emerged yet, okay. mm-hmm. but uh, there's got to be some emotional significance if she goes back and, and, and separates herself from where, how mean, she used to wait, but I don't know if that's powerful enough have story-wise. We, have
4: we divorced ourselves away from the idea that Ray has significant lineage? And I think we kind of have.
3: I, I yeah. have, but I, I am bracing for impact of some kind of other explanation, Yeah, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I, love, I love Ray from nowhere. I love this idea that, that it's, it's the lesson of you can yeah. be anybody. And, and, She's and, like
4: Spider-Man. Yes. Anyone can wear the mask. Anyone yes. can wear the mask.
3: <laughs> but,
0: I, you know, yeah. we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Yeah. I, I, I like the—I I, I will stand by—I love the idea that she is— Uh, quote-unquote a nobody Mm -hmm. and becomes the galaxy's last hope, the last Jedi, what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if they will do something, a big reveal. As far as Jakku, I I always like my echoes in the Star Wars universe and Luke going back to Tatooine, having to go back to Tatooine and Return the Jedi. Maybe there's something that happens that she has to go back to Jakku. Maybe just something very simple like that. She has to get Mm -hmm. something. But who knows? Maybe I'll be fine if she doesn't. Yeah, I, I am less and less interested in the idea for going back to Jakku. But I, I definitely
3: really wanted that early on. And mm-hmm. now I, I don't know story-wise mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's needed. You have to give us something. But the right. question comes up a lot. Final thing here in the news, Cody, I don't think you have this one. I don't think uh, we talked about this. Uh, Kevin Smith... Uh, we love Kevin, man. Kevin's a, a, a great dude. Wears his passions on his sleeves and his vegan, no meat meals, which uh, I'm going to try to switch to because I don't want to have to <laughs> deal with what he dealt, dealt with. Um, he got to go to the episode nine set, of course, because he went to the episode seven set. Uh, friends with JJ, all that kind of stuff. Much like he did with episode seven, he comes back reporting great things and crying. Hmm. Um, says, JJ's doing the Lord's work. The movie looks fantastic. It's a year away, but man, it looks fantastic. I wept on set because I saw somebody give a career best performance. Somebody I've seen in these movies before. I rolled a tear. It was so damn, darn powerful. Biggest set I've ever seen in my life. The dude's not directing a movie. It's like he's directing a small country. So talking about hype train. That might be the teaser trailer we need. Yes, Kevin, who, talking who about it. Who gave
4: their career best performance? Do you think?
3: Kim, you're a great host because that's what I want to ask right now.
4: Uh, I I don't know if I'm great because I stole your question. Nope, <laughs> No, nope. um,
0: You set it up.
4: Career nope. best. So it's someone who isn't known for just these movies.
0: Career
3: best. Oscar I don't know. Isaac. <clears throat> Oscar Isaac's a good bet. Um,
4: Adam Driver. Adam
3: Driver. Mark Hamill. I, I, I go. Billy Mark Billy D. Hamel. Williams. Billy
0: D. Oh, th- yes, yeah. I wanted to
4: talk about this. Yeah. I oh. was so upset that he didn't respond to Leia's beacon.
0: Right, like right. He
4: should have. Right. Maybe, Your maybe, old friend L- Lando didn't come through.
0: Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll get a little bit of something, something about Lando getting that beacon in in nine. Not like, like, I, respond or I something would love that. that. Uh, so, I, I always go Mark Hamill. <laughs> Hamill. Luke Skywalker's and, my man. And coming off of a pretty. Dark good performance in the Last Jedi. So yeah, um, I know. I want to fill it in with my like, you know, yeah. some Force Ghost teachings, maybe. with Ray, and together. And then there's this like epic yeah. moment of probably some reveal, maybe uh, yeah. you know, like a la Obi Wan Luke on Dagobah after Yoda passes. Who knows? Um, maybe it's uh, maybe it's Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels <laughs> would be
3: fantastic. <laughs> that monologue that 3PO gave, <laughs> Golden Globe worthy. <laughs> That'd be, <laughs> that'd be
0: hysterical. Um,
3: um, it's interesting, but that, hey, you know what? Here's the thing. I I I, 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 it, I love hearing this stuff from Kevin Smith. I love it because he is a fan, man. He is a he fan, is. and he wears it on his sleeve, and he loves this stuff. And I I get emotional over talking about Rattus and *Rogue One*. So yeah. if Kevin Smith can go to the set and see it, and and. He's doing such a good job, but this this might be the teaser trailer, trailer we need because he's he's giving this little like oh there's this big set, big fight, great performance, uh, but no no information. So I don't know. It, it means something, right, Kim? When a super it fan does. gets excited.
4: Yeah, I remember I cried at the celebration before Force Awakens. Oh yeah. Like, there's pictures all over my Instagram of me like crying <laughs> and eating a piece of toast that said Star Wars on it while crying
0: because
4: <laughs> I was really moved by you know the Chewie we're home teaser. Yeah. And I think if anyone can do it, it's probably J.J. again. Mm-hmm. There's evidence.
3: Yeah. Well, that, that Chewy Were Home shot, I mean, it is engineered to pull on all the strings because it it's reminiscent of a 1976 promotional shot. It's got the colors. It's got everything that looks like A New Hope. So, yeah, I cried, I cried with you. Well, not with you. I was in Prim Nevada coming back from Vegas, but. I was crying, nonetheless. I was yeah. crying as well. well. You, know, you cry often, right, Yeah, I,
0: it's very, it's okay. very easy for me to cry. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Ian Walters there too. Says great conversation concerning Kylo Ren episode nine. Uh, I don't want him to be redeemed, but rather he go full dark side and bring in the Knights of Ren. Um, uh, I, at this point, I like that
0: idea too. If if he's going to choose, yeah, go big or go home. Uh, I love that idea. Um, we talked about it on the latest Rule of Two as well. The idea of bringing back the. The Knights of Ren. I think it would make sense. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it. I think it serves the story very well um, because it, they were set up in Force Awakens. We didn't see them. We wonder what's going on. And when you think about Kylo Ren becoming Supreme Leader, maybe he has to get his new Praetorian guards and they are the Knights of Ren. It's just something I would like to see. I know that that's... Yeah, yeah, it's a banging on the drum with joining with the fans that want this. Mm -hmm. Um, But it would make a lot of sense. And then to go full dark side... Uh, I'm always wanting and wondering: Is there going to be references to Sith? Could he look for an apprentice? Is it Rey? He keeps trying to get Rey back. We're going to continue that through line. of mm-hmm. uh, Join me. We'll, we'll take over the galaxy, kind of thing. Knights of Ren could come in there. Who knows? Big lightsaber battle. I would love all that. I would love for Kylo Ren to remain dark side, and die a dark side user. That oh, yeah. that just yeah would seem different. For the expectations of everybody that say he is going to follow maybe Vader's path, redemption. I would love to subverting that expectation and dealing mm-hmm. with the weight of that. That no, he went out as he came in, and that's how we end the Skywalker saga. He's you know, yeah. God,
3: could, we, gets, isn't
0: that interesting though? But that's
3: because what you're God. talking about to me is 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 more interesting. If Kylo just. We always talk about Kylo Unchained, and that's why I love Snoke dying and all that stuff. But yeah, I want him to commit. But then, all right.
4: I mean, how remember, does this movie end? You remember know? at the end of Jedi, how it was supposed to be more dark originally, and then yeah. Lucas was like, "No, no. every every principle lives." Yeah. Mm. Do, do you think they could be doing that again, or, or, or I, have, have times changed enough th- that they can take the dark ending? I think times have.
3: Definitely changed in terms of storylines. I was having the conversation with my friend last night uh, about Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones changed a lot of our expectations of just story how we want to take stories. And there's a lot of shows, you know, Star Trek, uh, you know, uh, New Generation, uh, Next Generation was serialized and one of the first things of you watch week to week. But Game of Thrones just exploded it, uh, and and we now want to watch things in ten parts, and we want to watch, we don't want to clear-cut who we're rooting for. I love Cersei, but I also know she's bad. Like, I, Tywin is great, but he's... Um, I think things have changed, but Star Wars, to your point, Kim, I think Star Wars, you always need to go back to what Lucas wanted this to be, which was a crazy serial preaching morality to 12-year-olds. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean, unless it's a lesson that uh, Kylo, he chose, he chose poorly, and that's the lesson. I don't know.
4: Do you think this generation would be different if they had taken the ending where Han dies and Luke walks into the sunset like a desperado? (laughs)
3: I think, Mm. I think I would have been different. Mm. So maybe
4: they'll be like, humanity depends on us having a happy ending. We can't. The next generation has to be positive.
3: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. We can't. We. Somebody think of the children.
4: Someone, please think of the children.
3: Uh, There we go. So uh, that's our look at movie news. Uh, But again, we're going to move into everyone's favorite segment, including Christian. What's the deal with Canon (laughs) <laughs> Cannon in the car uh, getting coffee or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, this has kind of been the spot mark. This section has been where all the big news has, has come along and mm. we've got a lot to choose from. I'm going to start with I'm going to start with this, what I think is the most important one this week, which is Cassian Andor, yeah. uh, the TV series. It's coming out in an undisclosed time, has added the showrunner, uh, added a showrunner. It's the Americans' executive producer, Stephen Schiff. Uh, there's also—I'm trying to get the story there. One of the writers uh, is the guy uh, behind uh, Zootopia and Moana. I'm trying to see if it's in the story. And my friend Joseph Scrimshaw over at Force Center pointed out a good fact that when, when he was involved in Zootopia, it was less about, you know, we had police characters. It was more actually a spy story. Oh. So we've got the Americans. We've got a guy who's written some spy stuff. We're going to have a good old-fashioned spy series with Cassie and Andor. Uh, your thoughts on Stephen Schiff joining this project?
0: Uh, based on everything I've heard from people that loved the Americans, I, I, mm. I listen to them when they get excited. I'm not familiar with the series, but then you look at what the series is about. Yeah, this is great. This is yeah. great to think that as Cassian Andor series spy, um, you know, maybe him doing doing the dirty work as yeah. we saw in Rogue One, for the rebellion, doing making those hard choices, having to take somebody out that is a part of his own cause, but to for the bigger cause. What is that going to look like? Intrigue you know double crosses spies in 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 the empire right. what are we going to get this guy from what i heard has done that in his uh body of work so this yeah. sounds like a great appointment
3: yeah it's Ger- jared bush originated the project and wrote a pilot script and a pitch bible so kim we got ourselves got ourselves a, a spy story for sure which is kind of what we were expecting but
4: i mean when you say zootopia i think of it being um a not incredibly opaque um view on you know a critique on society right because we had all these different it wasn't really black and white but you get it by the end of what they're looking at and what qualities and values they're looking at and Mm. I really liked the way they handled it great point where it wasn't just oh that's the bad guy and that's the good guy and he's like this because of this
3: yeah that's excellent insight, Kim, because we see with Cassian Andor already that, you know, he kills, uh, you know, Tivik to start Rogue One and he's feeling guilty he was a, with us, We keep talking about he was a separatist or at least his family was. So, yeah, shades of gray for sure. So if they can deal with it in that kind of way, mm-hmm. that's intriguing in Star Wars. We just were talking about Star Wars has to be this core of joy and 12 year olds. But
4: well, maybe now we got this. The cinematic world does. Ah, yeah. We're, we're a little bit off the center here.
3: Yes, I like that. I like that idea. Mark, we're going to we're going to find some dark things
0: out about Cassian Andor. I like it so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want that. I we've seen it. Like I said, I I always go to Rogue One. We've yeah. seen this kind of idea that he has some darkness to him, you know, mm-hmm. do it for the cause. I would love to go full intrigue, full, you know, deep the, the like what what does that building of the the uh, rebellion look like? Could we get some references to the prequels, you know? I know there was that uh it's a deleted scene. Could uh, so Bale Organa be whole, a part yeah, of this? The whole sequence of Mon Mothma. Yes, uh, Mon Mothma. Padme, that's not that's the character. Padme
3: I I, you and know, uh, Bai
0: Ling is a senator. She was in there. And right that oh, scene was cut. Right, so, we don't have to. Yeah. so there's so many things that we, you know, obviously with the deleted scene, we didn't get that. Yeah. But you know, you could look at us a, 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 a sweaties can look at that and go, ooh, you know, there's mm-hmm. a possibility there. Mm-hmm. Bale Organa makes a, a lot of sense for maybe a character. Jimmy Smith's coming back. know, well, um, yeah, what I love knows? too is, and, and I, I, I was talking about this recently on uh, on Force Center, of
3: the idea of, like, the Rebellion, as we know, it forms closer to the events of Rogue One and New Hope. Actually, Rogue One's their first proclamation. It's That's why sure. I love the Raddus moment. And then Mothma in Rebels is where we see her give her speech of... We are now this rebel alliance, and the, the ships start showing. So that's the rebel alliance we kind of know, but it, it's this growth pattern of twenty years where a lot of these resistance pockets and rebellion cells uh, uh, form up naturally. The yeah. Ness forms out of the oppression of this group of people she's got. Um, Saw Guerreras forms out of you know what happened at Andoron and everything, and they start to move. And so if Cassian's kind of going through that, and again Saw's you know, rocket launching at children at an event in the in the book Rebel Rising, mm. uh, but ends justify the means. All this kind of... That is intriguing to me as well. And we can stick to the morality, but just, yeah, you're right, Kim. We're off here the left TV. You're paying for it. Let's see Cassian Andor's butt is what I'm saying, Cody. Yeah, yeah. Cody? show no. his butt. No? Okay. No? Maybe. No. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm for it. Tried. The other TV series coming along fast yeah and we got a couple bits of information this week the russo brothers uh they're out talking about not dropping an avengers force tra- trailers uh, um, <laughs> they were talking about they they could just set visit there was that photo of uh i think tico Waititi, uh favreau and the russo's uh marvel directors unite type of situation but they were praising this mandalorian series for how it's being shot and visually being different and that favreau who again He's worked with Jungle Book, Lion King. Uh, he's got this style that he's bringing to those. Not that I'm, you know, expecting to see real life Ewoks look different, but uh, maybe um, they're focusing on that first uh, uh, of how this looks. Are you Excited for that? What is that? What do, you, what do you think,
0: Mark? What's the what's ears on the ground? What's what's your what are you hearing? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm hearing nothing. I, I just I, I think that this is this this is a. They are the Russo brothers. I'm sure they are friends with Taika Waititi, who is directing an episode. They are friends with Jon Favreau because of the Marvel connection. All of them connected through Marvel. Marvel's Disney. Russo brothers, powerful. They were probably—I don't know what they're doing, why they're there, other than maybe, hey, I'm, I want to see this because they are Star Wars fans. The Russo's yep. are Star Wars fans. Um, So the idea that they would come into this and look around at the shooting, these guys are directors. So it makes sense that the first words out of the mouth, as well as their ability to navigate the spoiler territory and stand firm saying, "Uh, no, you you want an Avengers trailer? You know, they don't care. (laughs) They want to protect the integrity of their own work and Avengers. And they're doing that for the fans. They don't mm-hmm. want the fans to be spoiled for whatever reason. So for them to say they're working on the look of this, they're doing something different here maybe technology-wise, that makes a yeah. lot of sense. And that, that to me is like awesome. I'm glad. I don't need to hear a lot about this. Just, right. give it, just pump it into my eyes the minute it comes out. <laughs> Kim, they're talking about Favreau shooting this in a way
3: like not a, not a lot of people have done. Uh, what are you expecting from this?
4: I'm not sure, because when you say all of these Marvel directors are on set and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're taking cues from Marvel, it's right. maybe not That's, the yeah. best idea, I think. Because you shoot mm. a Star Wars movie very differently than you shoot right. a Marvel movie.
0: Absolutely. Right.
4: Um, I, I don't know what to think of this. I When you said you know maybe there's a different version of what ewoks look like i got excited because maybe they'll be like you know in every star trek the klingons look different what if ewoks look different in every star wars
3: i mean i have my my murder bear t-shirt on uh (laughs) compare that maybe they'll blink yeah Yeah. oh wait they did that this one's not blinking yeah i know i've been waiting for days he's He's been staring at me this entire (laughs) time give him a snack Give him a snack. Maybe I got a milk bone here. Yeah, that guy's voice.
4: He'll eat your brain. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. That
4: is canon. That
3: absolutely is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, to me, I, I just hear this stuff, and I think Favreau might be doing. There's, I think there might be more motion capture voice work in this series than things going on. Because it's, it's that's been shooting for a long time, and we haven't. You know, there's no. Leaks of actors on sets that we know of. It's it's it's, it's some fun going on here. The way they're approaching the series. And speaking of fun, well, there was that one uh, rumor. I don't know if it's confirmed, but Carl Weathers is going to get his uh, uh, stew on in uh, Mandalorian. But right. um, Nick Nolte joining the cast. Now, I I will admit, I had heard this rumor floating around for a couple of weeks. I was kind of kind of sitting on this this rumor. You never know with those rumors. Yeah. Uh, so I was happy to see this confirmed. Look at that. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. What the hell do you
0: think Nick Nolte's going to do in a Star Wars?
4: <laughs> um, I
0: love it, but what do you think? Uh, I he, mean, like from his—I've I've said it now ever since they announced him. I'm like, he's at a bar with scum and villainy. He's He's yeah. got—I mean, if you just look at Nick Nolte and his body of work and where he is now, very grizzled and, like, yeah. ornery, he's yeah. just like, ah. yeah. sitting there drinking— you know, uh, Pedro Pascal comes in, Mandalorian, takes off the mask, sits down, we got to talk. Right. Something like that. I don't know. Now, could Nick Nolte be doing like a big alien character and there's mocap? Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome too, but I can you but, get Nol- Nick Nolte in those little skin tight exactly? Suits with the balls. Oh, I don't, I don't know this. the man. I don't but, want to. What am I doing this? Yeah, yes, why acting? Can you imagine him like j- in the in the Thanos gear that Brolin is rocking? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the mocap suit with the thing. I just he put, walks in. And goes, I don't look effing ridiculous. Like. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. i like the type. Yeah,
4: you know?
0: maybe, maybe. I, you know, I like the idea of Nick Nolte, like, sure, makeup and costume, but no need for mocap, no right. alien. You're not going to bury that face Wait. in anything other than. I picture him as just who he is. Look at him yeah. right now. He can walk on the set right now without a costume change with that picture, and yeah. I'd buy it. He's like <laughs> wu Hare's uncle from Chalman's Cantina, Mos Eisley. Nice. Uh,
3: I think that would be okay. I like this idea. Uh, does it take you out, Kim, when, like—
4: Big stars? Big stars? I don't know, because I see I see the principles of Star Wars already as big stars.
0: True. Yeah. True. So
4: I I don't know. I maybe he's a Saw Gerrera type. Yeah. Maybe he has two eye patches. <laughs> I don't know.
3: That's a, that's not a bad comparison, Forrest Whitaker is is Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. You see him, but I I, I love the character Saguerrera, especially actually in Rebels. I think he's great when he's yelling at Mothma. But um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, two eye two eye patches on the ulti might work. Uh we'll find out soon. We'll find out soon. And this news got dropped yesterday uh for those fans of Thrawn both new and old a new Thrawn novel as uh, much anticipated and expected is coming out it is um well it is uh, Timothy Zahn's doing Thrawn Treason and this will be set uh in the time frame of Star Wars Rebels so he's not taking the the Pergul train out with Ezra but he will be dealing with uh, the Emperor Eli Vanto returning from the, his homeworld in the unknown regions with some Doc Brown-like, great Scott and Marty. which just something about your kid's information, and he's got to make this <laughs> choice. He's pledged his pledged his loyalty to the Emperor and the Empire, but he's got a lot of what he's doing is for his home, his for, for the Chiss ascendancy. Now he might have to make a choice. It's treason, then. Uh, hmm. Kim Thrawn. Here, now, and forever. What do you think about Thrawn? I know you don't watch Rebels or haven't watched it as much as others.
4: I haven't watched and everybody's mad at me. I'm not mad at
3: you. (laughs) I'm not mad at you. You're not
4: on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) I'm on Twitter.
3: I'll yell at you. Does it make you feel better if it's yelling at you on Twitter? No. Yeah, it Um, makes me
4: really want to watch it when you yell at me about it. Yeah, just just negative reinforcement. It gets my blood pumping. (laughs) That's great. Um, Thrawn, so is he committing treason?
3: He might have the choice of.
4: He would he commit treason is he too shrewd and hyper focused new, does he have a heart inside
3: i think he does the, his, the new thron is definitely really focused on his home world and his people and what he can learn from the emperor and the empire to help his people but he also as we know in rebels kind of sees things for the end He's, he, he 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 has pledged again loyalty to the emperor so i don't
0: know i don't know intriguing mark riley it's intriguing. Maybe you know. Maybe he's not. Thrawn is not. You know, doing the act of treason, but mm. he he's doing something that the emperor then goes, that's treason, and you know, and and does a coup or whatever. I don't sure. know. I haven't read the novels. Yeah, the new him ones. Do you like him in Rebels? Uh, I love him in Rebels. Do you love him in Rebels. Yeah, I love him in the Rebels, Rebels so I can
3: kind of see. But you read *Air of the Empire* and that, and *Dark Force Rising* and *The Last Command*. Yes, no? I did. Okay, but it's uh, been a while.
0: It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: been a long while since it's I read those. It's just mostly but. about
0: hot chocolate. But, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: that's right. Yeah, and a clone named Luke. Luke. So tell me your legends. Yeah, George. Um, yeah, <laughs>
4: I forgot about
3: Luke. Luke. <laughs> um, Luke. But Thrawn stands out in that series. He's a favorite for a reason. I, I've grown up liking Thrawn. I'm starting to wonder if I don't like him as much as I thought because. I'm not pulled in by a lot of the newer stuff with Thrawn, and Zon is writing him. But Kim, with you, did you did you did you catch uh, the Thrawn fever like a lot of people did years ago?
4: Eh, eh? yeah, he's not to my taste.
3: Yeah, your tastes are generous so throwing things yeah, yeah, at yeah. Cass and Andor. Just, right, that's I like fun. that. Yeah. That's where I learned that. Yeah, it's yeah. but I know a lot of people are very excited. And this character, I mean, he was when he was revealed. It was you know standing ovation level response to this character uh, yeah. at that Star Wars Celebration in London. And Thrawn's also, I think they're very, the new Thrawn ones by Zahn are very slow and methodical, because that's Thrawn. That's Thrawn. But they have interesting revelations. The second one, the alliances with Anakin, uh, you know, the, the Clone Wars era stuff was very interesting. We got a lot of Padme, uh, great stuff with Padme, and great stuff with her and Anakin's relationship kind of in action, so to speak, out in the field. Um, and it, it led up to a great reveal. I wouldn't want to spoil for anyone who didn't read it. But it didn't have giant ramifications for Star Wars. It was just this little, like, oh, that's cool and haunting and Thrawn's perceptive. So uh, I'm not sure what to expect of this. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah? yeah? What about this other series? Marvel's announcing this new Vader Dark Visions
0: series. Yeah. Uh, like that, the cover, uh, Vader on a horse. Vader on a horse. <laughs> oh, I dang. never know I needed this <laughs> Sorry, until I, I, wish, I saw. I it I wish
3: I had time to get this to Cody, but yeah, Darth Vader is on a horse with a shield, and there's two headed eagles flying around him.
0: Yeah, it looks what? like he's in Mordor. I this need is, to
4: see this photo. Uh, here, let me try yeah. to. Let me try to.
0: Uh, this is the propaganda poster from the Empire. <laughs> it's like join <laughs> us, and it's like woo. It's go. a you know, version of our yeah, American yeah, flag yeah. Here, and all that. Here
3: you go, Kim. That that's, uh,
0: Vader is manly. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That's, it looks great. You know, every, it, it looks like he's not It makes school. me
4: feel weird. It looks like he, <laughs> It's like... It's a little medieval-y and it's, fantasy. Yeah. Medieval,
3: yes. Like, I have those... Back when all those crossover T-shirts were filling up my closet, I have, like, Vader right. sitting on the Iron Throne and Game of Clones. I get it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's kind of like that. But so, writer Dennis uh, uh, Hopeless, that's the that's name, uh, will be taking a little serious. But here's the thing. This, this is a Darth Vader, looking at Darth Vader from a different point of view. This is exactly the series that Chuck Wendig was working on when he got ousted. And they, they had three issues done, and now it looks as though they're just putting a fresh coat of paint on all of this. I'm still interested because I, I was really looking forward to what Wendig was going to write. I think he understands Vader. He has some great stuff in the Vader uh, Annual number 2 of Vader at the Petronaki Arena and all the stuff kind of mem- remembering what had happened before. So I don't know. I'm less excited for this now. Nothing against Dennis. Yeah. The guy's got a job to do, and, you know, God bless him for it. But uh, I don't know. But I am going to see Vader on a horse. <laughs> it yeah. reminds
4: me of those old crossover fan arts where they, you know, it would maybe draw Luke as a knight.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah fan fiction art there i gotta get into the darth vader comics in general i never got into them i you know the new, i mean i've fallen off the comics i did that run lot. of star wars there's a lot there's yeah, a lot it, i gotta say as somebody that is a huge star wars fan as you know mm-hmm. it's a little overwhelming for me to get into the canon material the 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 comics and the books there seems to be a lot of it and i know that is not a problem for many 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 people I highly recommend losing your job and having nothing to do but read these comics and books. Okay. That's how I
3: cool, got through I can it. Do Let me go. That. Yeah, that's how I got through it. Um, I'm going to go get fired real quick. <laughs> Keep wearing those glasses you will. Yeah. Um, well, I definitely recommend you get the 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 Charles Sol, Sol Vader one is wrapping up this month, December nineteenth. Okay. I think issue twenty five comes out once all the trades come out or whatever. Go through it; it is pretty spectacular. I finally caught up to it. And I always say every each week, like ah, you know, I, I'm behind on the comics. Finally caught up to Vader uh, twenty four, and I uh, not loved the series so far. I'm not taking to the last couple issues as as, as others are, but that's personal taste. Yeah. Um, they're they're really intriguing. They're really big in, in
0: scope. Yeah, you've 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 spoken highly of the of the run in general. So yeah. uh, maybe some uh, the trade collections, the graphic yeah. novels. I am making a Christmas list soon. So if you're right. watching, Mom, that's what I want. All right. I've She's never, not watching, uh, by the way. Never bought Tweet you Tweet his mom. Tweet his mom. <laughs> Can you Riley's imagine my mother mom. on a Twitter? Oh, my God. Uh, on a Twitter? Sure. Final note here, then we'll
3: take some fan questions here. Star Wars Galaxy's Adventures kind of sprung up, was dropped this week. And I, I really love this series. I don't know if you guys had a chance to, to catch it, but it is specifically. It is on Star Wars kids, and it is specifically designed for parents to sit down with their young kids and introduce Star Ooh. Wars with them. It's really great. I like this art style. A lot of people were really it. upset, and I, I said on Four Center this week, "That's like going to a playground, getting stuck on a slide, complaining <laughs> it's not for you."
0: <laughs> like, I, I mean, episode
4: yeah. one of Parks and Rec—that <laughs> yeah. is you.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> if,
3: if you're not interested in this, that's that is one thing. But this was like. Disney say, Lucasfilm going, hey, we're, we're, we're targeting young kids, three, four, five, to try to get them into Star Wars, maybe up to six or seven, and here's a new web, Star Wars Kids, and people are like, ah, Disney, was, they're not listening to us. What are you Shut up, about? then. It was, Shut uh, up. it's a really fun series. Oh. I actually, so they have these shorts, did, did, I, I didn't get the answer, you guys, have you guys
0: had a chance to see them? Yet? I've yes. seen a lot see of them, them. not Both, all yeah. of them. I've seen, yeah, I think I've seen all of them. I, I love them. They're, they're I, really I, fun. They're really fun. You know, I'm sitting there uh, going back. I mean, they're they're lifting the dialogue directly right. from the movies. Right. I mean, you're hearing – I'm like, you're hearing Alec Guinness. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're hearing Harrison Ford. Um, they're cutting it up and putting a little spin on it. And then I love the animation. I, I, you know, Star Wars. If people are upset by this, just don't watch it. I mean, I think you got to look at the fact that we're we're creating new Star Wars fans here, and then everybody can start playing and and or grow up and start angrily tweeting at me. Um, so yeah, whatever, yeah. what have you. I just love this. Look the, at that. The, it's they're real gorgeous. Fun.
3: And what I liked even more than just the regular shorts was the fun facts. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. fun facts. Um, I look so w- handsome were <laughs> Dashing. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> the fun facts were really interesting because it also hid information. Like it doesn't tell you who Vader is. Right. You know, there's this, and, and then the Starship one of, you know, what Starship would you like? And it's like that's. That's how you kinda, your love of Star Wars grows, because you, you love it. You find friends, and you're on the playground going, well, I love the Y-Wing. Well, I like the X-Wing. Da, da, da. That's part of the fun. And then you grow up and have a podcast, and, it, and it's great. So mm-hmm. I really love what they're doing with this series. And, and, and anyways, that's, it's just like commercial. Cody, you're young. Do you like him? He didn't see them. Um, so yeah. I'm going to tweet at him later. So give him a chance, especially if you have children. <laughs> Or if you're like me, you just sit on the couch with this Ewok. And
4: <laughs> That's your son.
3: That's my son. Um, <laughs> final note, we're going to take questions. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our friends at the Star Wars show. The Star Wars show! They did, their, uh, they did uh, this Shock Masterpiece Theater, which was amazing. If you're a pro wrestling fan and a Star Wars fan, they combined the infamous 1993 Shockmaster incident with uh, the, the, the best history of Star Wars cosplay. It's a great moment. Pablo Hidalgo does uh, a Masterpiece Theater type of situation. And kudos to the team. I've always said... Pro Wrestling and Star Wars, more connected than you want to believe. Let's go to Twitter and Facebook questions here. I got this one from Ed Crandall. Uh, We were just talking about... Uh, animation star wars kids star wars rebels star wars resistance is out um since uh, ed writes uh uh, since the house of mouse owns Lucasfilm, do you think there's any chance we'll ever see an animated star wars feature film again so clone wars of course released in the theaters that's because george was like let's do it uh i don't know if that was the (laughs) best thing um yeah but with the streaming service, a lot of people are talking about this. We see this style. Kim turns around and is like, whoa, I love the look of this.
4: I'm attracted to this picture. <laughs> like this picture it could
3: yeah. it
0: could work now more than ever, right, Mark? Uh, I, I'll say this. I saw Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yep, Kim, yep, yep, yep. I saw you there. We I it's one of my favorite movies of the year, and it shows that a big studio like Sony can go in and create cutting edge. Uh, animation that is different that I've never seen before. The comic came to life, to focus on a new character in Miles Morales that not a lot of people know other than the comic. Um, introduce a ton of different Spider-Man and universes and, and dimensions. Have your Peter Parker in there as well. I it, like look at that because we we were talking about this previously on a mailbag episode. Where could DC do this? Could, uh, you know, some at Marvel do this? What have you? Um, like MCU, I'm saying. look at Just look at the Spider-Verse, how well it works. I'm going to be interested to see how it does at the box office. If, if word of mouth spreads enough that this thing gets huge. Sony's already looking at um, a number of the female Spider, uh, like Spider-Gwen and some of the female characters spun off already a sequel that they're working on for Spider-Verse. Why can't we have it in Star Wars? We have the precedent set with the Mm -hmm. Clone Wars. Sure, it's not that great, but why not? We have the streaming service. We have many, many years of Star Wars. Disney bought this. Disney, come Mm -hmm. on. What do you think of first when you hear Disney? Animation. That's where they started. So why not? Uh I would love to see it. Kim, could Steamboat Willie be in Star Wars? Uh,
4: (laughs) That's not the question I thought you were going
3: to ask. Okay, yeah. But you're excited. You're excited. You're You're over here pumping your fist. Tell us about
4: it. into the Spider-Verse. We were in the same row. Yeah. And it I thought the animation served the story so well. Mm-hmm. I think in previews, people were a little worried. Like, does this work as a mm-hmm. cohesive piece? Mm-hmm. And it did. I don't know that Star Wars would use it in the exact same way.
1: Right, no. right, but yeah. I think
4: they could certainly <clears throat> employ it in that way. And, you know, they're trying to make a huge return on their investment, which right. they've already seen. If you do this, I think people would go see it. Do you like money? I know you do.
3: <laughs> I like money. <laughs> I like money. Too. I think now more than ever, it'd be open to it. And even, yeah, which, you know, if, if it's not so straight laced, uh, you know, that's not, not the Star Wars always is, but, you know, I look at so the free, it was the Freemaker Maker Adventures, which is not really canon. It's, it deals with canon stuff, but it's just its own little thing. And people love it because it's funny. It's like the Lego Star Wars games that have the, the cutscenes and stuff. They're funny, but they're kind of their own thing. Sure. Something like that could work as well. Now more than ever. And if it gets Kim and Mark excited, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it there. Yeah. Uh, a couple questions left here. This is a bonus one uh, directed at me. This is from Lewis Cox at Lewis1022. Um, Could there be a video game about pod racing? Now, I, uh, a couple weeks ago when Roca asked for questions, I responded, please, only questions about pod racers. Uh, and people <laughs> took that very seriously, which I respect because I take pod racing very seriously. So, uh, the, the classic Nintendo 64 pod racing game uh, is is a favorite for a lot of people. Then they re-released a uh, PlayStation version uh, I think Pod pod Racer Revenge or Racing Racer Revenge, which had like a teenage Anakin returning to Tatooine to settle a score with Sebulba. Yes, that's the story I do want to see in (laughs) Uh, canon. So, Lewis, to your question, then I'll get my uh, wonderful panel of uh, pundits here wondering how crazy I am. Um, I would love an updated, serious version of a pod racing game. Give me all the pod racers. I want Rats Tyrell, Ben Quadraneros, uh, Team Toe, uh, you know, who has the drinking problems. We learned in one of the earlier Pod racing games um uh i want this and i have a lot of fun mark would you come to my house and play this game with me
0: Uh, of course Uh, are you kidding me i I had the the playstation version that i played just over and over and over again if they did an updated one like i love battlefront 2 i love playing in the star wars universe if there's a racing angle to it give me that I'll, i'll play it Always, you could get t-
3: like just like your know, Gran Turismo, you could you know you yeah. buy parts and you can go trade Republic credits. Yeah, Wadu comes and steals stuff or something. It'd be great, Kevin. You in? You in?
4: <laughs> yeah, bring back all those racist characters. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Um, I I think it could work, and here's why. Yeah. So in a modern take, I imagine the Star Tours, the one scene where they do pod racing. It all does right. look pretty exciting, oh, and I think you know. A lot of people take umbrage with the prequels. However, yeah. I think there's been a resurgence of love for the prequels in somewhat recent years. Yeah, This could work.
3: Yep. I, I, good. You both are invited. You Sweet. both are invited when this game I'll never bring some comes whiskey. out. Final question today. Final question today. Uh, this comes from Tamezken. It has my name in it, so that's why I chose this question. But no, it kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier with Ray and Rose, and I think we can continue into that. Any characters you hope to see cross paths in episode 9 that haven't yet done so? I personally like to see Ben Solo Chewbacca interaction post Uncle Chewie blasting him in the gut <laughs> for this end of the sequel trilogy. That's why I do. I actually really. <laughs> like that idea because Chewie's pretty upset, as he should be, but at one point you got to think little baby Ben was on Uncle Chewie's knee and they were talking about the world. It's sad and tragic. So we got, you know, Lando's coming back, Nine Numb still floating around. What kind of connections? Not the big ones, the Ray and the Rose and all those kind of things, but little kind of fun things that you'd like to see. Maybe even bring some surprise characters in.
0: Yeah. Yeah? You kind of put it together right there. Nine Numb and and Lando. I want to see that reunion. You know, th- their, their time on the Millennium Falcon. Are we going to get that? It's a great question of if Lando was to go back on the Falcon, I want to see his co-pilot. Yes. I want to see at least that, you know, like when Luke came on the Falcon and Je- last yeah. Jedi. Great. I couldn't stop the chills. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, oh, oh you Lord. might
3: have had the flu. But yes, also.
0: <laughs> great oh, moment. Of this. Great so, moment. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Third <laughs> chapter of a trilogy that, you know, Lando and Nine Numb, that would be great Lando, to see. Lando rushes into the Falcon
3: cockpit. He sits down, and then the chair's empty, and then all of a sudden, you know, Nine Numb and Chewie come <laughs> in. They're, like, trying to get to the door at the same time. And then shotgun. Down, shotgun. Shotgun, <laughs> shotgun, and Chewie sits down, and then, like, uh, Turbus the Porg hops up. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, right. it's... Is it... Its name's Turbis? Well, uh, there is a, a podcast called Tatooine Sons. A, yeah. Uh, Fathered his two... Uh, young sons have this podcast and I've, I've met them before it's coming villainy they're really nice uh, folks they were at the I think the collider q a with ryan johnson and they said it they said well we've named him Turbis," and so ryan johnson says that's great I want that to be canon pablo make if you're listening make it canon so it's not official but okay, I, I that, kind though. of like the idea of Turbis being his name anyways kim Nine 'm um, chewy or any other weird connections? I'm
4: happy with anyone showing up and punching Kylo Ren in the gut.
3: There it is. Love this. I love that.
4: Um, what if we had w- Will Roe Hood running around in the background as an Easter egg?
3: I would love that. Yeah? If, if Lando's, like, there and all of a sudden, like, an, uh, Will Roe Hood's got an ice cream maker. Which, by the way, in that Chuck Wendig series, yeah? Will Roe Hood was going to be a point-of-view character in one
4: of them.
3: Uh because it was we've his point so of view. We've lost so much. <laughs> all right, that is it. I've gone overtime today. Cody's not going to get to his lunch on time. I'd like to apologize to Cody Hull and Adam Smith, who were in the booth making me look beautiful. Uh, thanks for letting me host today while Christian was out. Uh, Christian will be back next week. So before we get on out, we'd like to put ourselves over, and I want to thank both of you, Cam and Mark, for coming
0: here today in the rain yeah. to brave the water from the sky. Mark, tell them where they can find all your wonderful adventures. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Riley Around. a new The Riley Roundtable drops today with the lovely Emma Fife joining me. Yeah. yeah, Fife Club coming in hot, and of course Rule of Two that I do with Mark Fernandez every Wednesday. All right, Kim Horcher, Kim Urso, Kim Urso. Well, it's sticking.
4: We rebel. Uh, <laughs> I can be found. Uh, my name's different on every platform. Kim Scorcher on Twitter. Kim Horcher on Instagram. Don't bother with Facebook. I don't update.
0: Yeah, nice.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to bring you the realness. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah I, you use Facebook like we did five years ago. If you use it now, it's like writing a check at a grocery store. Like that's what you are. <laughs>
4: you can. You I just. Can. It I works. won't update very often. Yes, I'm still I'll on. Take it, the but, like.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take me to like. I'll post a podcast, but you're not getting the lunch from me. But, uh, Kim, thank you as much for coming in. Love having you around here. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, hearing uh, your insights here in Star Wars. Mark, as always, uh, you can check yeah. me out at Ken Knapsack. Uh That includes my motivations with Ken. Uh, Casterly Talk starting to come back. Look for that. So I'm talking Game of Thrones with Lon Harris. And uh, a final thank to uh, uh, Kuya and the team at Tree of Endor. I'd lift this, but It's heavy. Uh, the life-size Ewoks go to their Etsy shop on, uh, on Etsy, uh, Tree of Endor, and get yourself a life-size Ewok. Love I got it. Wicked. That is it. We'll see you. May the force be with you. Always.
1: People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpaste created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and pronamel Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to
2: remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes... And deep sip in, and deep satisfaction out. <sighs>
4: Take a treat retreat at McDonald's right now. Get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just ninety nine cents until eleven a.m. Price of participation
3: may vary.